Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit, where we bring you the secrets behind what it actually takes to be successful as a podcast guest without being sleazy or salesy. I'm your host, Christine McAllister. And I'm your co-host, Nicole Janton. Together, we're sharing the tips and strategies that we and our clients have used to generate seven figures from podcast guesting so that you can tap into the true power of podcast interviews. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your business, a podcaster who wants to grow your own show, or both, you're in the right place. Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit. Hello, and welcome back to Podcast Guesting for Profit. If you're new here, thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Nicole, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Christine. And today we're going to be talking all about how to introduce yourself as a podcast guest, because this is an important aspect of almost every podcast interview. Most commonly, hosts are going to ask you right at the beginning, something along the lines of, hi, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And so today we're going to be talking about this and actually sharing a live coaching session between Christine and I, because this is something that I still find that I get a little bit up in my head about. So you're going to be able to hear that live coaching from us. And before we dive into this episode, please make sure that you follow or subscribe to our podcast, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, whether that be Apple podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other platforms. Make sure to hit that follow button so that you don't miss out on any future podcast guesting tips. And so like I mentioned for today, we're going to be diving into this very beginning aspect of a podcast interview when you first get on and how you answer this question about, tell me about yourself, what it is that you do. This is going to be really important because this is ultimately the first impression that you make to the audience. And this is something that, like myself, a lot of people either get caught up in their head about this, and this is also, unfortunately, an area that we often see guests doing it wrong. And I've had people on my podcast as well who have done not horrible intros, but they just go on for a long, long time. And from the host's perspective, it can be really tricky because when someone shares so much, it can be harder to ask questions on the back end. And sometimes they actually take away from questions that you were going to ask them to begin with. So it sort of takes away from the conversational flow of the podcast. If you started off this way, kind of almost going straight into your keynote, which you know is something that we advise against if you've heard this podcast before. And Also, it also kind of makes it not very interesting to the audience because they came and tuned into this episode to learn about the topic that you're discussing, not about you. So they don't really want to hear a 10-minute description of who it is that you are and what it is that you've been doing for the past decades of your life. They want to hear the juicy stuff, right? They want to hear why they should be listening to you and start to get excited about the topic that you are going to dive into. But as humans, you know, we're multifaceted. And so when someone comes and asks us, tell me about yourself, it can be really tough because it's difficult to know what exactly to share as a multifaceted human. You know, you might want to share all the aspects of yourself from your passions, to your education, to your certifications, to your qualifications, to your experiences, to your results. And you can't share all of this within this first answer. 
And so I actually have a podcast appearance coming up later today. And this is an aspect of the interview that I always seem to get caught up on because I've done so many different things in my career. I have all sorts of different certifications and I sometimes get caught up in my head about who actually am I? How am I going to introduce myself? And so Christine and I were having a candid conversation about this. We decided it would be also helpful for you all to listen. So we hit record. So today is really a chance for you to hear some live coaching from Christine and hear some of her podcast guesting magic. So without further ado, here is this insightful conversation that we had together. So when people ask you, tell me a little bit about you at the beginning of an episode, I like to think about it like I think about everything else in the interview, which is coming at, (laughs) tell me a little bit about the decades of your life up to now in like one minute, right? And the best way I think to do that is to do that through the lens of who you already know their audience is. So if I'm going on a a podcast that talks about being a creative, then I'm going to talk about how being a creative has shown up in the different parts of my life. And if I'm going on a podcast that's talking about anxiety, I'm I'm giving an overview of how that's how that's shown in my up in my life specifically then as it relates to what what that host tends to talk about. So like, um, do you have any sense of you mentioned that this person does mindset coaching for men? So mm-hmm what kind of frame of reference do you have already um, from like the research that you've done, the conversations that you've had? Cause I know you were, you, yeah. know, you were, you interviewed him also. Yeah. I think that one of his main things is helping people to escape their own hell. So essentially helping them to realize that they're in kind of a self-created hell without realizing it. And then allowing them to take control over their emotions so that they can escape that suffering. Okay. So, and does he talk about spirituality? Like it's, it's, he uses the word hell. Does he talk about religion? Does he talk about faith? He doesn't talk about religion in terms of Christianity, at least in our conversations mm-hmm. that we've had that I can remember. It didn't stand out. Um spirituality as well. I mean, we talked a little bit about masculine and feminine energies, but he doesn't believe in those. So I don't think he's like super on the woo side of things, but he definitely isn't fully traditional psychology. Okay, great. So because I know a little bit about your story, I would say if you could really talk about what the labels and the what your mind did when you were a kid that felt like hell. Um, If it were me, I would probably say something like, he says, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. I would probably say, well, like you say, Rick, I spent the majority of my life living in self-created hell of my own mind. And X number of years ago, I began to learn how to break out of that. And today I am grateful to be able to say that I now feel free in my own mind. And so going from these diagnoses and these medications and feeling this way about life, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, be as, um, as dark and as honest as you want to be right. Right. To now my life looks like this. 
you know, that's why, and you could even say like, that's why despite being nervous to talk about this, <laughs> I, I said, yes. And I wanted to be here because it's, it's such an important conversation and as is, you know, the work that you do. Okay. Cool. Feel? Yeah, that feels good. So kind of starting in with a hook from what I already know that the people are there to listen about and what he already talks about. So kind of speaking to his ego a little bit, like getting that hook in there. Um, to hook the attention of the host and the listeners, and then sharing a little bit of my transformation, whatever I feel comfortable sharing. And then that's why, like, despite being nervous, I, I agreed to come here and talk about this today. And I regularly have these sensitive conversations on my podcast as well, um, because this is such an important conversation that we need to have more of. And as is the work that you do, like shining the spotlight back on him. Any questions or anything that doesn't feel authentic about that? I think something that stands out about this is that a lot of people, when they think about how can I explain who I am and how can I share my bio, they just want to share all of the accomplishments that they've had and all the experiences they've had and all the titles that they call themselves. And then it becomes super confusing and really hard to actually ask questions on the back end of that from the host's perspective as well. Like when I have people do that on my end, I'm just like, okay, wow, you, you know, you told me everything. Like, where do I dive in next? Um, so remembering that this is really conversational, keeping it short and sweet, um, and really drawing it to him and his show, as opposed to just keeping it all about me, because realistically he can ask more about what I do, what certifications I have, what titles I call myself and things like that, if that's of interest, or we can go into more high level theoretical stuff, whatever he feels his audience would most benefit from. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a way and your words, right? Like using that hook from the beginning to distinguish yourself from all the other guests who have some kind of a canned answer. Well, I grew up in XYZ and I was the daughter of, and, you know, I went to college and like, it's like a longer form bio. Like, why do we care? That's probably going to be in the show notes, right? He's probably going to maybe even have read it. So use it as an opportunity to still answer the question, but answer it through the lens of of service, of what that audience actually cares about. Like, why are they listening to this show? In this case, we're talking about like a pretty extreme, what's the name of the podcast? It's called The Battlefield of the Mind. Right. So, I mean, we're talking about some very strong language, some, a very strong, is that a metaphor and analogy? I always get those confused, (laughs) but like drawing the line between war Mm-hmm. and and what goes on in your brain yeah right and also i think it's very relatable you know like i'm personally feeling that way right now feeling like all i do is fight with my freaking head and also realizing hey it's a choice i could just be like oh that's interesting mm-hmm. huh wow that's always running in the background okay or i could be like stop you're making me crazy why are you what's wrong with you right <laughs> Yeah. And it's funny, we and, can choose to engage in the battle or be the observer and just like enjoy the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Right. And that might even be, you know, an analogy that you use, like the the playfulness of like enjoying the show, you know? Um, but 
long roundabout way of saying you're entering a conversation that people are listening to for a specific reason. And which is the case with any podcast, right? This is just an example of like, man, who can't relate to feeling like they fight with their mind. So let's give them the goods right up front rather than make them like, listen to blah, blah, blah. Let's wait until we get to the good stuff. Give them the good stuff right away. You know, this is like how newspapers, which is a far older medium than podcasting. This is how they get you to read articles. They, with the lead, right? That first sentence tells you everything. And then you go into explanation. So, um, is that yeah, helpful? for sure. And even like when you think about, um, I know I read a book recently about hypnotic writing and they say in order to hypnotize someone, which essentially we're not talking about, you know, hypnotize and trick somebody. It's essentially just gaining their attention because when you have your attention fully on something, then you're in a state of hypnosis. So in order to actually fully get their attention, you have to meet them where they are at in their head, which is kind of what you're explaining to do here. Like, this is why people are listening to the show. So that's what I should start with. But I think especially the further you get along as a professional and like maybe as a coach or an expert, it's so easy to share where you're at first, which is so many steps ahead of where the people are at. And then you may end up talking about like 10 minutes of what you feel is like super aspirational and really adds to your credibility. But then the person might not even feel heard and then they just tune out or even worse, just tune it off. Right. And tune into a different episode instead. Um, Yes. Yes. Wait. One of our our mentors was saying like that within his framework, he's not at the ultimate apex that he's going for. He's not at, you know, true like passive income freedom, but slash and that he really believes that the best mentor is one who's only a step or two ahead of you. And that's an interesting context in, in this world, in the coaching world, in the expert world, right? Because we are so, we always want to be learning. We always want to be growing. And I thought about what he said and I was like, you know what? I actually agree with that because, because to your point, like the problems, the struggles, the challenges are so different when you're 10 steps ahead or 10 years ahead or whatever that it's really not as relatable. So going right in, being there with them and letting them know also that they don't have to go get all of these certifications, that they don't have to do all of this training, right? In order to have that breakthrough, have some relief from, you know, being at war with their mind in this case. Yeah, for sure. Which is, is really the truth because whilst all of the learnings and certifications that I've done have helped, I can draw back to almost like one singular moment that was really the turnaround for me. Mm. And uh, do you want to share that moment with us? Talking about this? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So for me, I mean, even just going back to how I'm going to introduce myself in that bio, like going from having diagnoses of chronic anxiety and OCD and depression and being put on various medications and feeling like 
this was just how my life was going to be. Like I was broken, like I was chronically ill and I was going to have to deal with this and go through all this darkness if I wanted to experience the glimmers of life. And at that point, the glimmers were so sparse and few in between that I was like, I can't deal with all this heaviness just to get to those glimmers. And I didn't want to be in the world anymore if that was how my life was going to look to now realizing that I have so much more control over designing how I want my life to look and how I want to feel and that I don't have a disorder. I just have had these experiences of anxiety and extra sadness than a lot of people experience because I am emotional and realizing my gifts in that. And really the big turnaround moment that helped me to do that was starting to realize like, I'm not actually broken. I am not somebody who has chronic anxiety, like this does not define who I am. It's just something that I experienced. And the trigger for it was really reading the book, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And in that book, he said, you know, if you can't live with yourself anymore, then there must be a difference between you and yourself. Or I think he was saying it in first person. So, you know, if I can't live with myself anymore, then there must be a difference between me and myself. And that's really when it clicked in like, oh, wow, like I can't live with myself anymore, but who is myself? Who is this myself that I've created? And if I can think about them and see them, then it must be different than me. And so I started to go beyond all of that mental chatter and all of that emotional experiencing to realize like, these are just things that are going through me, but they're not actually me or who I am. And that gave me a lot more power because I was able to develop a new relationship with them as opposed to having to fix me, right? I was no longer broken. I just needed a new relationship with these things that were holding me back. Mm, I love that. So they became kind of like mm, parts of you, but not like who you really were. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, if somebody were to say to you like, oh, like that jacket that you're wearing, that's what's holding you down. And it's keeping you back from achieving mm -hmm. your dreams instead of being like, well, it's the skin that you're in, right? It's you. <laughs> that makes it a lot harder. But it, when you start to be able to see it as something separate from who you are, then you have that ability to take it off, to develop a new relationship with it, to maybe choose a different jacket that you want to wear. <laughs> maybe that's mm -hmm. a weird metaphor, but that's just what came to my mind. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm finishing the power of now right now. And I know that you've mentioned a new earth to me before and I'm like, I've had it. And then it like was due back to the library. So I'm like, I need to get it right now. So <laughs> a power um, of now, the power of now is really, really good too. I would say one of the things that really stood out in a new earth is he talks a lot more about like your pain body and how we actually choose to keep going through that pain and pulling that pain back in. Um, because we don't actually fully allow our emotions to be experienced and let them go. We just trap them in. So mm. they pull back these things so that they can show their face and that we can see them and that we can experience them. Um, yeah. Instead of just experiencing them in the moment and letting them go. So, mm. well, I can't wait to hear this conversation. Thank you. Oh, so, thank you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation between Nicole and me. Here is a simple little three-step framework to help you to make this tangible and carry it and apply it to the next time you are being interviewed. All right. Three simple steps for you. Three simple steps. Number one, as you go into your introduction, create a link to the host and to the audience 
as well as to the topic, the theme of the podcast. That really is your entry point to hooking that host and that audience, that listener, right from the beginning, make it applicable, enter the conversation that they're already having on that podcast, right? With how your life, your story, your circumstances apply and relate. Secondly, really talk about the results that you have gotten or the journey that you've been on as it relates to the podcast topic itself, right? If we're on it, if we're on a podcast talking about sales and you've done 20 other things in your life, is there a common theme that led to sales? Is there something that is really uh, was a big turning point as to why you chose sales? That's where I am really going to be looking to focus this short little intro in the tell me about yourself section. And thirdly, Tie it back into why you're excited to be talking with the host today. Tie it back into the work that the host does and to how exactly the two of you have a lot to dive in on. All right. So first, link to the host and the audience. Um, Secondly, talk about your transformation as it relates to the topic of the podcast. And third, link it back to the conversation that you're about to have and why specifically you're excited to be talking with that host on that podcast in that conversation. Now, this part of the interview itself is only one part of the interview, and the interview is only one part of the whole process of what makes a successful podcast guest appearance. If you want the whole step-by-step checklist, you can grab that for free at lifewithpassion.com slash checklist. We don't want you to miss any steps. We want you to have the whole process in front of you as you sit down to take action on this and implement it. So grab that checklist at lifewithpassion.com slash checklist, and we'll see you on the next episode. Here's to living your life with passion.